Ryan Doka, our uh, our guest on the uh, reboot of the Leroy and Leroy podcast. How you doing, man? I am doing absolutely fantastic. I'm hydrated and feeling great. <laughs> I'm really interested, uh, for people who don't know Ryan, uh, at Doka Ryan, you'll find him basically everywhere. Uh, but I'm, I'm really interested to, uh, to kind of hear how you got where you are, uh, how you wound up with, uh, you know, 2.4 million followers on YouTube, 4.8 million on TikTok, over 400,000 on Instagram. I'm probably missing some stuff as well. Yeah. Million on Facebook. Just hit it not too long ago. Amazing. Amazing. How, what's yeah. the, uh, what's the journey? Everyone thinks, oh, it happened overnight, but like we know it's it's a grind. So <laughs> I want to know how you how you got started. Yeah, well these uh these little men in black cloaks came up to me and they offered me uh some money in return for my soul uh at a very young age. But what really happened was uh when I was in elementary school, uh grade 7, I started making singing videos uh where I'd just be singing, wanted to, you know, impress all the ladies. And when that failed, because I was too bad at singing, uh, I went the comedy route in high school. Uh, I was in choir and uh, started singing, I think it was like Sarah Borelli's love song, you know, a classic Canadian uh, banger. Uh, but I would sing it in a high falsetto voice. Uh, and I would also add a little bit of comedy in there. And people decided that it would be something they'd want to watch, you know, back on YouTube in 2000 and God, I guess it would be 2009. Uh, probably got like a hundred views for the first like couple videos. And I guess my friends really liked it. I love the attention, went super deep on it, went and started making more videos. Randomly, one of them hit a, a million views, which was me singing Miley Cyrus party in the USA. And, and that, yeah. And that's what I was like, this is it. This is what I have to do now. This is my, my career aspect. Like I got to do it. So kept doing that and I guess just like got tired of making singing videos, moved over to challenges 2011, 12, ruined my body by eating terrible foods, which I guess isn't so different from today. And uh, I guess, yeah, it took a break, learned business, went back on TikTok when it was big uh, or sorry, just new before it got big and started making weird videos uh, ASMR moved into pickling things. And now I am a bona fide drinker extraordinaire. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, so for, if anyone hasn't seen one of Ryan's videos, you got to look him up, but you probably will have come across his videos at least once. Uh, it's uh, a mixture of alcohol and pretty much anything in a jar. How did, how did that begin? Like, what was your, what was your first, like, Hey, I'm going to put this in a jar with vodka for a week and see what happens. Yeah, I actually got started doing it with uh, vinegar, like pickling actual items, because I thought, hey, my grandpa did it. I can do this. Uh, didn't realize that there's a science to it, and you have to like boil sealed jars, which I definitely was not doing. And I uh, almost got botulism, or I'm pretty sure I had like minor exposure to botulism, which is just kind of like a neuro, like it just shuts down your body, um, which is why you need to eat properly canned foods. And... Uh, then I was like scared because I was like, oh, I don't want to die. So I moved over from doing it with uh, vinegar to alcohol. And yeah, I guess I don't know what the first one was, but one of the first ones was me putting steak in vodka. So a little, little wild. Uh, like an uncooked steak into the vodka? Like a, 
a raw steak in vodka. And back then I used to leave objects in a jar of uh, alcohol for a month. This one was in there for two months in the freezer. So how was the uh, bone apple teeth on that one? The bone apple teeth was uh, disgusting. And I, uh, that was the only one I've ever gotten seriously ill from. Uh, I got E. coli. No. Yeah. Like the doctor was like, I've never seen any, like, I've never seen this much bacterial E. coli buildup in like 26 years of being a doctor. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, what did you do? And I told him and he's like, I'll see you here a lot. And I'm like, probably. Any, any more trips to the, uh, to the doctor since then? Anything driven you back there? Nothing, nothing other than like ADHD, but like, you know, that's, that's completely no, That's helpful for, uh, for what you're doing. Right. Oh, you mentioned yeah. pickling not going well for you. This is why I'll tell you my pickling story and why I'll never do it. Uh, my dad was, uh, this is, this is only like 10 years ago. My dad was uh, making salsa and he took his jars and he was, you know, boiling them, like you said, but he had them in a pressure cooker. Well, my uncle showed up to have a beer in the garage with him and he decided to open the pressure cooker before it was fully depressurized. Uh, it's not a good idea. <laughs> he wound up with his own with his own stupid trip to the doctor, Ryan. <laughs> oh my god. That see, like explosions are not fun. <laughs> no. Not not even a little bit. So what's your uh what's your next uh what's your next uh video gonna be? What's what's next? What's gonna be in the jar next? You know, I actually have one that's been sitting for close to two months now because I'm too petrified to open it. Um do you know what Bean Boozled yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they have a it's it's called Fiery Five Bean Boozled, and it's just bean boozled with super hot peppers infused with the uh, the beans. And I got it in on a trip over to Banff, which is great. Uh, and I brought it back. I had one of the hot like I don't know. I think it was a ghost pepper is the hottest, maybe Carolina. I'm not too sure. And I remember tasting it prior to putting it into the jar, and I was like. I know what this is going to end up being, but I put the entire thing in there and I'm scared. I am very scared to open it, but I have to do it. It's the only one I have left. Well, I'm not going to lie. I got two left to do, but one of them is actually, and you won't believe it, uh, two years and one month old. <laughs> you have a jar that's been sitting for two years? Two years and so, one month. Yeah. Do you want me to go I, grab I it totally real quick? Do. I don't know if you have... I totally want to see Yeah, this. you got video, yeah, right? Absolutely. This is... Uh... <laughs> This is amazing. Uh, again, if you haven't checked out uh, Ryan before, it's at Doka Ryan. Uh, I've followed him on TikTok for uh, for quite a while. Check out his YouTube page and uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, he is everywhere. But uh, yeah, he, he puts stuff in jars. Let's find out what's been in the jar for two years. I'm, uh, I'm right. quite excited to see what's been in this jar for two years, Ryan. Um, me too. I can't wait to see if I'll die. So this is the jar in question. What is it? And so this is Dr. Pepper baked beans. And it is in 90% concentrated vodka. <laughs> Did you forget about this one? Or? I, I, for, I, I, I forgot about it for probably, again, like three months because I don't label my stuff. There's a heavy coating of dust like on the <laughs> lid too. You can kind of see it a little bit. But uh, then after three months, I was like, well, this isn't safe to digest and now it's been a last year i was gonna do it but then i was like no maybe not and now it's been two years and i'm like the time the time frame has to happen 
I don't know. Like, I don't think any bacteria can survive in 90% vodka. But, you know, if you don't see me post a video for like a month, I have died. I don't think beans could be too bad. It's not like you have a steak in there again. Yeah, not not yet. I might revisit steak, but not for a two-month stint and a little bit fresher. Because another funny thing about that steak and vodka was that I bought it at Walmart when it was uh, on sale because it was like eat before next day. And I was like, oh, heck yeah, I'm saving like maybe like eight bucks on a steak right now. And then that's probably like the bad that was already off to a bad start. <laughs> that was that was probably what it probably already had the equalize before you even put it in the jar. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think I've ever gotten sick from anything else except um just like disgusting ones that make me like not want to ever revisit them again. Like Sir Stroming was bad, you know, like the canned fish oh. Stroming. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super fermented. It smells like um I don't even know what you could compare the smell to raw sewage straight in the nostrils. Oh, I don't think I, I don't think I could do half the shots that you, uh, you do. I, uh, I'm not sure how, how you managed to get through those. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't died. Like, <laughs> like honestly, I don't know if I have like the world's greatest immune system and or stomach, but like fish ones should kill me. And here I am <laughs> stronger than people ever. eat sushi all the time. You should be fine. I haven't done sushi yet. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> uh, oh, my, I, I'd love to come sometime to uh, to witness one of these. I uh, I'd love to see how you how you film this because it's uh, entertaining as anything. Uh, you were one of the first people I think I started following on uh, on TikTok when we kicked our uh, our Leroy and Leroy stuff off, and it wasn't until I think like months and months and months later that I realized, Hey, he's from Saskatchewan too. So are you, uh, are you from Regina? Like born and raised? Is that your hometown or? Yeah. Born and raised Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh, I love this city. So it's just like been crazy to have people come up to me, uh, quite frequently still. And they're just like, wow, I didn't know you're from here. Like I went to go get a booster juice the other day after doing like a little bit of Krav Maga, keeping in shape for burn off the calories from the excess alcohol. <laughs> And the the young lady was like, like gobsmacked that I existed in the flesh, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is unique." So, what? How how much do you run into that when you're out and about uh, to to people uh, recognizing you right off the hop? A, a pretty decent amount. Uh, I know that uh, at, at the beginning, because I mean, doing YouTube for so so long. It was kind of like, you know, as a kid, when I was 16, 17, it was really, really cool. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? I'm famous. And then uh, taking that nice little break to become a regular human being and learn valuable skills in life. Uh, coming back to it now and now seeing it happen, like there was a day that I went to just go to Walmart and I kept getting stopped just to get like a photo taken. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of neat. But then over time, the novelty wears off. If you have like something specific you have to do, like I think I went to the mall uh, not too, too long ago and I was swarmed by teenagers. And I'm like, this is not I'm here to buy a like a suit jacket. I got to get from point A to point B. I still love it, but it's uh, it happens so frequently now that I'm I've kind of dulled it down to like where it's like amazing. And it's more of like, um, let's get this transaction over give the people what they want. 
because I, I mean, I'm a nice guy. I really like doing like fun things and getting like good photos with people. But I just, uh, you know, don't want a 30 minute conversation <laughs> when I have to go buy, you know, ramen at a discounted price. I, I can appreciate that. I, I, I love I love getting to meet people. I love getting to take pictures with people and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I think my strangest experience, maybe maybe you've had something like this, Ryan. I was uh, recently at a Saskatchewan Rush game, uh, which uh, go Rush. Uh, but, uh, oh yeah, I, I was, I was in the bathroom and I just left the urinal and a guy came up and was like, Leroy, can we get a picture? I'm like, can I just wash my hands? <laughs> so, you know, he waited till I washed my hands, but not until I left the bathroom. We got a picture. I'm sure that he took on his phone, which is, uh, I'm sure his friends were probably like, dude, there's a urinals in the bathroom. Why didn't you wait till he was out of there? <laughs> Have you had the oh, bathroom man. experience? The con- <laughs> I've had a couple. When I go to the bar, uh, I used to go quite frequently just to, you know, get that nice exposure because my thought process was always like, I'm the alcohol content creator. I have to go out and drink, Uh, which lasted for a while until I was like, hmm, I should probably be more mindful of my liver. Um, But when I would go out uh, sometimes, even like if I go because I love going to karaoke, there's a nice karaoke place in Regina every like Monday. I would go there quite frequently and a lot of people would come up when I'm in the bathroom and I would be like, you know, mid pee and the dudes would come and be like the Doka Ryan, my God. And they stall right beside me and they're having a full fledged convo. And I'm just here and I'm like, Hmm, this is a, uh, not how I expected a, a meet and greet to happen. You know, uh, it's one of those things, especially once you get alcohol uh, in the mix that, uh, that that will uh, that will happen, I'm sure, over and over and over again. But I'm sure it's also brought you know uh, a lot of opportunities for you. Uh, what's uh, what are some of the kind of the cool opportunities, cool things you got to do, people you got to meet? Uh, you know, thanks to uh, thanks to this all blowing up for you. Yeah. Oh my. I don't even know where to start. I think some of the cool things uh, would be so. Prior to me actually doing alcohol videos, like before I did the In A Jar series, I actually never really drank at all. Like I rarely drank. Um, And I actually despised alcohol a lot. Like I would probably have like maybe a a drink once every two months, really. Um, So getting into it, all my reactions are like so genuine. But what was really funny is, uh, and I remember this uh, very vividly, one of the companies that I was like using, it was, um, oh my God. I don't remember it vividly, Never mind. <laughs> but uh, one, of the, one of the companies, I, it might've been Malibu. Uh, it was more of like a, a, a medium or like liqueur, not like a hard alcohol. I remember them like liking one of my, it was Malibu. They liked one of my Instagram videos. And I was like, is this what it's like to be, to make it in this industry? Um, but now the opportunities I'm seeing are there's events like there's beer bacon bands happening, you know, this this month that I am invited to go to and, you know, have a little bit of fun, drink a little bit where that is really fun to be, you know, on the same level as people that are drinking and, you know, be in that event and, you know, do the meet and greets, have videos happening, wacky things will absolutely transpire. Um, alcohol companies sending me things that I don't think a wide population of people would ever get to experience. Bacta is a thing. Like I don't really like uh, whiskey that much, but there's a rye whiskey called Bacta uh, made by the same gentleman who made Whistle Pig. I don't know if you're very familiar with a lot of like liquors, but very good uh, reputable brand. 
And it's such a small batch that they make. And I get like this delectable rye whiskey that I can't even stress enough is the best thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> uh, so I get like really good tastings. I get to meet really fun people. I got to make my own vodka, which was crazy to me. I like that was where I was like, wow, people will people will drink something with my name on it. <laughs> that is awesome. So have you signed a few of those bottles? Signed a few of the bottles, uh, again, limited runs, as most things are, uh, made from a, a another beautiful local Saskatchewan company, Smooth 42. And uh, yeah, just, I love, you know, working local, meeting local people, working with the brands, working with just amazing distilleries, breweries, you name it. I yeah, love it's it It's absolutely fantastic. And that's actually talking about like local breweries and alcohol and stuff. I feel like the last 15, 20 years, uh, we've seen like a uh, explosion of that kind of stuff in Saskatchewan. It's really cool to see all those local brands now. I know one of the very first, yeah. actually, I think the very first company that reached out to Leroy and Leroy, and this was pre TikTok days, we were only on Facebook and had a minuscule presence on YouTube, uh, was Rebellion out of, uh, out of Regina. Uh, they reached out. Yeah. We love Rebellion. Yeah, they hooked us up with, uh, with some, uh, beer and we went and, uh, did the old ding dong ditch. Uh, left people left a couple people some beer. Uh, I think I left it on my own doorstep, but you know, I was I was still happy when I found it there. Uh, so uh, that was oh awesome. yeah. So what what uh, what where do you hope to to get to? What's your what's your end game with all of this? Yeah, you know, there's so many things that I want to do in life. I mean, I know right now I'm I'm gonna run for mayor. That's crazy for Regina. That's amazing. Um. Yeah, that that's that's gonna be fun. Uh, that is kind of like just a weird, crazy thing that I think will work out well. Um, but content-wise, I know that I want to like I'm very close to hitting 10 million followers on all social uh, combined. That is something I want to hit by the end of this year. Uh, it looks like it's going to happen, which is phenomenal. Uh, again, unless I drink that uh, bean concoction that's two years old and I I pass. Let's, you'll know. let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> let's hope not. Uh, that and then um, just taking my health into more consideration because I have been heavily drinking for the past two years uh, for content. Just uh, being a little bit more healthy. And I really want to get into like uh, influencer boxing seems so fun <laughs> to me. Influencer boxing. I don't think I've even come across this yet. Do you have, do you have like a dream opponent for that? Tipsy bartender. He's a American, insanely talented bartender. Great personality. Uh, could probably take my head off with like the flick of his hand, but like, not if I put on twenty pounds of pure adulterated so, muscle. Well, I saw you're you're already starting uh, to work out a bit. I saw the uh, the weightlifting uh, challenge you did there. <laughs> how did how'd that one come about? Yeah, you know, I got to work with uh, Melissa Peacock, who's an amazing uh, powerlifter, championship winning powerlifter, which, wow, uh, I realize that I am not very strong, uh, but that's in comparison to a champion. So we don't know, you know, if a little bit of training goes a long way. I, I don't know what my PR is on a deadlift, never deadlifted before that video, uh, felt it for three, four oh, no. days, but uh, I think I lifted like, 260 pounds that sounds good to me that might be a lot I don't, I don't know what a lot is when it comes to deadlifting i think when i when i yeah. finished uh high school football i don't think i lifted a weight again after that so <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm a cardio guy. Like, I don't really do, like, weightlifting. I mean, I've done, you know, a little bit of gymming, you know, ripping some some barbells. But, wow, uh, very different from running, you know, five kilometers or 10Ks. <laughs> I, I need to get back into that. I've, I've, uh, I've packed on a couple pounds over the last uh, year and a half, which some, some people have very kindly pointed out to me on my videos. So, like, I didn't realize it, but I, uh, I got a, my day job. I got a, a job working from home, and I quit. Uh, vaping at the same time and uh i think i replaced it with food a little bit <laughs> so so now i'm on the uh all right let's uh let's get those pounds off so i i understand the whole fitness aspect of things <laughs> you oh yeah like i i would eat like quite a bit and like with the drinking like the amount of calories and vodka insane <laughs> and when you're pounding back like five shots for like a week's worth of content it it adds up quite a bit um, I think now though, which is so funny, like because of clinical ADHD, uh, with my medication, I'm on Vyvanse and, uh, it's an appetite suppressant. So when I'm, cause I have to really cycle it between making sure I don't drink on the days that I take it. Uh, it's really funny that I don't get hungry at all. I'll eat one meal in a day and it just happens to be healthy. I've lost like well, I guess I've only been on for too long, but like, you know, like five pounds is a lot of pounds <laughs> for some people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's uh, that's awesome. With that, with all of the, uh, you know, internet fame and everything else, obviously, as I just mentioned, comes uh, some of the, uh, the haters that uh, come out. So uh, how do you, how do you think that you deal with those people? Like what, what's your, uh, you know, I, I feel like that's the, the biggest thing I try and give as a tip. People are asking me what they want to do. I'm like, you have to ignore those people. So what's what's your uh, what's your advice? My best advice is, uh, well, you know, with close to 15 years of experience being on the Internet and being made fun of, uh, a lot of it is all well, ma mainly a lot of it for me back in the day was appearance based because, you know, I was a kid with acne, had a bunch of like snaggle tooth, had pretty messed up teeth. Uh, but then I got Invisalign and fixed that and I got my self-confidence back. Let's go. Clear skin, uh, kind of. But, um, you know, it through long exposure, as a kid, it didn't really bother me a lot, mainly because I had it happen so quickly. And it was something that I know it was like a targeting like my appearance, but it was something that I was comfortable with that I knew I could fix. So I kind of got that at a really young age. But I always found the comments to be so funny. Because a lot of them were like, wow, look at this, like, what do they call me? Like, I look like I was like meth, methed up, like meth. <laughs> and I was like, that is like the funniest, snidest comment I've ever read. And I was 16 at the time. And it's so funny. Now, pushing close to 30 now, uh, the comments are more based off of my crazy antics and my, my energy and my loudness. And because of the exposure uh, of, of hate at a long long time ago, I feel like it's shaped me now to now know that they're only attacking a character that I've created for the internet and not who I am as a real person. Because if they met me as a real person, we'd actually vibe pretty well. Unless they were really mean, in which case we probably wouldn't <laughs> vibe. But um, just knowing that there's a separate uh, place between hating somebody's content and being you know, kind of jealous that you know somebody's able to do something and have fun with it and love what they're doing, uh, and hating you deep down, uh, as a human being, which I don't think a lot of people hate a human being. They hate the creations 
that they make. And as long as you're not personally and crazily tied to them, you can probably get past. Yeah, it's true. It's just you got to just just ignore the the people, and if it bothers you, just block them. <laughs> right at the end of the day, just yeah. delete and block, and and uh, it, it goes away after that. But uh, yeah, I'm sure that you've uh, you've dealt with your share of it uh, as anyone who's had any success. Uh, has because there's always people who just i feel i think just jealous of it is half of it yeah a lot of them if it's professional like now that i've gotten more into actually cocktail building which is brand new to me uh i will use ridiculous uh like liquors that you wouldn't put in certain cocktails and a lot of uh real talented professional cocktail makers or mixologists uh will be very very gatekeeping of the way that you they make a certain cocktail i think it was uh i made an amf which is an adios mother effer <laughs> and uh i used like a very expensive like classic azul tequila which i was like well i don't have any i don't really drink tequila so i have this like 300 dollars tequila i'll use um and people were like why would you use that you should have used like a a blanco tequila you idiot and i'm like oh you can do whatever you want it's a cocktail that's <laughs> people get mad over which alcohol you use. I love that. I got something you said. Yeah. Something you said was that uh, you know you realize people hate uh, the character you created for the internet. Uh, so this is this is what I want to know. What uh, you know, like put the YouTube and everything aside, and what is uh, what is Ryan into? And you're not making videos. What's your uh, you know like what uh, what do you like to uh, what do you like to do? I love gaming. Uh, I actually love doom scrolling on Twitter, getting deep into seeing what the heck is going on, reading. And I just recently got into this prior to the mayoral uh, municipal, you know, running and campaigning. Uh, I really loved watching uh, like Paul DeShane's live things about City Hall. Like, it's so great to see what's happening in the city and also not great to see what's happening in the city and just kind of following what's happening locally to kind of get like your ends on what you can do to help and just kind of understand things a little bit better. But when I'm not doing that boring stuff, it's primarily gaming and just kind of wasting time hanging out with a dog, hanging out with my beautiful girlfriend, stuff like that. So when you talk about uh, running for mayor of, uh, of Regina, this is like 100% legit. You're in. 100% legit. I'm in. Uh, a lot of a lot of things that I can see coming from this is when there is an actual like campaigning thing happening. Uh, obviously, I'm an entertainer, so I'm born to entertain. Uh, but the way that I'm taking this very seriously is the major question I think I'll get from a lot of people is, well, what the heck is he going to do with his YouTube channel and his social? And the big thing for me is to actually include people. And this is just my thought process is to include people to see that transparency of what it is to be a mayor. So videotaping, getting my you know videographer to do his thing, videotape me doing mayoral things, getting an inside look on how to run a city properly is going to be, I think, an absolutely wild and fun uh, content stream. I love that you're, I love that you're hundred percent in on this. I, we uh, made a Leroy for mayor video uh, during Moose Jaw's last election and uh, I think the, the campaign promises were we were going to change the name of one street to Leroy and Leroy Drive. And we were going to put uh, more detours in place so that people could see other parts of the city. Uh, so uh, and then we forgot to file our papers to run for mayor. So yours is <laughs> yours is legit, though. You're in on this. And uh, I love that. So when's the uh, when's the election coming? 
fall 2024. Uh, I think, and, and you know what? It's funny that you say that because when you were running for mayor too, it's kind of like one of those, oh, we want to highlight some funny things happen in the city, you know, just kind of be like, I wanted to do that too. I just kind of wanted it to be like a silly little thing. And then the more I looked into it, the more I was like, well, we can actually fix roads pretty easily, or we could like fix transit. I mean, not easily, but like we could at least make big money moves without it being, you know, silly. And if a 30 year old YouTuber has to do it, cool. Well, I'm with Why it. Why not? I have nothing to lose. <laughs> I love it. And if I'm going to be paying close attention to your, uh, to your campaign, cause you know, Moose Jaw's election, I'm sure won't be far behind and maybe Leroy needs to run for mayor. I think you should. I think anybody that cares about their city should run for mayor. There's no, you don't even need to have like a diploma. So what do you, what, yeah. What do you love about Regina? What do you love about Saskatchewan? I love everything. I love the local businesses, the way that a lot of them can band together. There's a lot of amazing things like BNI uh, that just allows different businesses to kind of congregate, get together, learn about, you know, their local businesses and just kind of work. If they have clients in one area, maybe they could use, you know, a plumber somewhere else. Uh, I love just the foods that we have. We have Regina style pizza, which is just insane. It's basically cold cuts on a pizza. How could that ever go wrong? And just, I know that I love that we have, it's kind of, I like to think about Regina more of like a sandbox mode. You know, you're thrown into like, because of the video game aspect. Uh, Regina is very fun. You know, we have so many things to do. We have the science center. We have, you know, so much opportunity to just go out there, have a little bit of fun. And, you know, it's just a little bit silly that uh, there's a lot of unfortunate things happening news wise with the city it's been uh politically a pretty interesting time for the city of regina i've been uh enjoying following yeah. along with some of the cli- some of the uh, clips from from your city hall so i'm sure that it'll be just be uh even more entertaining uh if if, if you get at the helm uh i i hold, love this whole concept so let's uh let's give you a chance to give some shout outs to some places in regina let's get your recommendations for oh let's start with uh uh, just a, a place to uh, to go out and uh, grab a, a drink with some buddies. Oh my That's god! There's oh, do I have to pick? Do I have to pick no, a you, top one? you can pick. A, you can name a few if you want. All right. Well, okay. I recommend you go to Pile of Bones. That's great. Amazing. Just on. I think it's Sass Drive. Yeah. Um, Leopold's Tavern, also local, also amazing. And now this is gonna be a little bit controversial. Subway. No, I'm just don't go to Subway. Uh, <laughs> And Rebellion, Rebellion's ah, amazing. I love fair those enough. guys. Yeah, it's a it's, they got a great crew there. I think for uh, the one video we did with them, we went and played uh, street hockey in their parking lot, uh, which was fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah, they they do. Uh, so what uh, what about uh, you know going up for a, a nice dinner in uh, in in Regina? Fancy, you know, you want to throw a suit jacket on and take the date out for a nice night out. So typically, I'd say like the diplomat, but honestly, I've never been uh mainly because i don't want to spend like 150 bucks on a steak i'm just it's not gonna happen for me uh but i love the luna bar and grill they're great breakfast bistro in the morning time luna at night very nice delicious choices also leopold's tavern again but maybe don't wear a suit where's where's luna i don't think i've i don't think i've been to this one prince of wales uh in the nook between i think it's like where that there's a Rock Creek, yep. I believe, in the little plaza. Uh, Salon U's in that plaza. It has a bunch of bunch of 
little oh, places. I'm gonna there. have to look that one up. What about uh, what about like a Saturday afternoon? Uh, you want to go out and uh, just uh, kill a couple hours? Rip it over to Denny's. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have the grand slam. <laughs> That's fantastic, and and what, just let's give us like a you know if uh, if you had your ideal uh, weekend in Regina, what uh, what would you be doing? An arcade actually just opened up not too long ago over at uh, the Vic Square Mall, and I've wanted to check it out, but I've just been so crammed up and busy that I'm like, Ooh. but I think in my opinion, if I were to start a delicious breakfast over at the Breakfast Bistro, hightail it over Vic Square Mall. Uh, if you have some kids, they have a jungle gym kind of thing apparatus there now as well. Uh, check out that arcade. And then I think I'd end it off at the, well, I guess the OG Leo's is under construction right now. Rest in peace. But the South one's open and the East and the North. <laughs> They're all over the place. We're hitting all three of them. <laughs> That's the whole weekend. That's all you have to do. And you're pretty much, pretty yeah. much set after that. I love it. I appreciate you taking time out to, uh, to uh come on the podcast here ryan i'm excited to get it rebooted and uh was thrilled uh when you uh when you said you'd come on uh i've been following for a while so it has uh it's been awesome to uh to get to chat with you a bit and uh we need to uh, i think we need to do something together sometime likewise i fully think if you want to ever be on a second sip just let me know what you like and what you don't like as a cocktail uh, and I can make you, uh, unless you want to try these two-year-old beans, but I, you know, I don't think that I have the stomach power that, uh, that you have. I've got a few years on you. So I think maybe when I was 30, I, I could have done that. Uh, now I think that my trip to the doctor would be a, a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You let me know if you want something good or if you want something disgusting. <laughs> well, I will do something good. Uh, just because I've seen your disgusting ones and I, I watch them and go, I could never do that. Uh, never in a million years. Yeah. Oh, and you know, what's really funny. I just did a YouTube long form video of me revisiting the four best inner jars I've ever done. And, uh, that obviously has to now be followed up with the four worst that I've ever done. So watch out internet. <laughs> I love it. We talk about actually mashing things together. We'll mention this for anyone who maybe wants a tip. Uh, have you noticed on TikTok that now those uh, short uh, 30 second videos that used to take off no longer do and you have to go a minute? Have you found that? You have to go. I found that too. You got to go a minute or over now. Uh, I think what's ridiculous though is it is beneficial to go a minute and over monetarily as well if you're United oh. States based because you get paid. Canadians. Uh, don't get paid from a creator fund to create content on TikTok, which is very silly seeing as though, you know, the amount of Canadian, you know, you and I as Canadian TikTok creators, we would make a very sizable amount of money for helping the economy of Canada. Don't know why it hasn't happened yet. Wow. Would we be it's laughing. incredibly, it's incredibly frustrating as, as a Canadian creator. Absolutely. Uh, especially when you see people like call me Chris, who's got 45 million followers in Canada and, uh, Selena spooky boo with another 20 million followers. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. there's no Canadian creator fund. Uh, I, I feel like at this point now they're just like laughing at us going, well, you're making the content anyways. Yeah, I think they're like, well, you know, we're getting like a couple, you know, billion views uh, per day from Canadian creators and we don't have to spend any extra money. Why would we 
need to change it up. I, it was funny when I was first starting out and even to today, uh, I was today, I actually searched up like, Oh, is there going to be a creator Canadian creator fund, uh, at all? And it was like, yeah, the end of 2023. And it's like, well, that was a while back. So, you know, <laughs> Ryan, we, we've been doing the same thing this week. Cause I also searched it just a couple days ago and saw that same article. Yeah. The end of 2023, uh, there's going to be a creator fund and now they're doing away with the creator fund and, and coming out with a whole new program, which is still not available in Canada, but fingers crossed, I guess. No, do you, do you, and this might only, this might be a very niche topic, but are you a fan of going onto TikTok and seeing like, uh, the TikTok notification that says, oh, new campaigns are available? Because <laughs> those are the most ridiculous things. The, uh, it's like, oh, you want $1,000 to review like a, an app to help you poop better? It's like, what? Yeah, the uh, the creator marketplace, uh, as, they, uh, as they call it, is uh, terrible. I've had the chance to partner with, uh, you know, like a bunch of... Uh, a bunch of businesses who have reached out, but yeah, through the actual, like their marketplace. Yeah. It's uh it's a big miss. I think it's a pretty big miss. And I think we're very similar in the fact that like when a local com like local community or a local uh, business wants to work with us, I feel like we're more than obligated to do it. I'm very weird. You might be the same way. I'm always like, let's just do it for free. Cause I'm just like a very regular dude. I could care less about money. Uh, it's so much more fun and fulfilling for me to see like a local business or a local brand flourish and get like the exposure that they want or like even a shout out, which is super fun for them rather than like, you know, a big conglomerate being like, here's, I don't know, like a thousand bucks or something. Make content, make, make content, dance, monkey dance. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> I feel like those things are way more fun too, but I, there's barely anything on TikTok for it, which is so. Yeah. Silly. It's uh it's unfortunate. Hopefully it, uh, Hopefully things turn around and that winds up coming. Uh, I I'm still uh, I'm still working on building my uh, YouTube channel up, which I have neglected a little bit, but I need to <laughs> to get back on that one. Get on the YouTube; it's great. That's, that's what I've been told. I've been so focused on uh, on TikTok and Instagram. Really uh, has done well for me in, in the last while as well. But uh, but I've heard YouTube is the place to be. So uh, you heard it from Ryan; he's confirming that. Instagram is a place to be. I also, if you have the manpower, Facebook, insane, insane. And you get monetized on Facebook. I haven't. Our, our Facebook is funny because everything we did, we posted on Facebook and uh, we had like 7,000 followers until January of last year. And then uh, it suddenly just skyrocketed. I think we're over 90,000 now. Uh, so it was, uh, yeah, just this past year that Facebook took off for us, but I find it's a different audience on every single platform. Oh, it is. I, in the same respect, I was at, I think a year and a half, year and a half ago, I was at maybe 12,000 on a dead channel, started doing it. Now I'm at like, well, a million. So about a year and a half, it's like a million followers on a platform that I never would have used. And it's monetized. I'm like, Oh, what a dream. <laughs> absolutely well i appreciate you taking time to uh to chat with us uh at ryan doka you'll find him uh basically everywhere that's that's is that right across the board across the board at doka ryan absolutely i have it as at doka ryan on the screen uh ryan doka is his name at doka ryan see i said it wrong i'm glad you're there to correct me if you search up at ryan doka you're gonna find a murderer and i don't recommend you give him any of no, your views for real
No, no, not for real. But it's funny. There's three. There's three Ryan Dokas in the world. One of them's in prison. One of them got shotgunned straight to the face in Phoenix, Arizona, and the third one is a professional alcoholic. <laughs> we'll let you figure out which one this is. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Ryder. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank I'm you Leroy. very much. That's Doka Ryan. There's always something to do.